credit card debt can be a never-ending game where balances move from card to card while you chase teaser intro rates only to pay balance transfer fees. Put an end to the games. Whitefish Credit Union's credit card has no balance transfer fees, and we offer a fixed interest rate starting at just 7.9% annual percentage rate. Even if you have less than perfect credit, Whitefish Credit Union may be able to help. Visit whitefishcu.com or call us at 862-3525 to apply. Whitefish Credit Union, we belong to you. Some restrictions apply. KGEZ's exclusive AccuWeather. Totally focused on the flathead. 600 KGEZ. It's time to talk sports. 96.5 is 600 KGEZ. And the Knock on Sports is on the air. Here's your host, Anthony Knockreiner. Good evening and welcome. Welcome indeed here to a Monday night edition of the Knock On Sports. Hope everyone had a great start to the new year and a great weekend. Uh, For a lot of us, that's probably going to be the last three-day weekend for at least a a little while. But either way, hope you enjoyed it. A lot to unpack from this past weekend. Obviously, the college football playoff games that turned out to be really, well, not games, just blowouts. Now, granted, everyone kind of expected Bama to blow out Notre Dame. Unfortunately, even as a Notre Dame fan, I hate to say it. And at the same time, I think the biggest surprise was Ohio State shocking and blowing out Clemson. Uh, I don't know if it was having to do entirely with Tabo Sweeney, what he had to think about Ohio State. But either way, the Big Ten's got a team in the college football title game. NFL playoffs, well, we know who's going. We know Washington is going to represent the NFC least, and everyone's questioning whether or not Philly was really tanking for last night in the fourth quarter. We'll unpack a lot of that as well tonight here and get your thoughts on that. Uh, But we're going to kick things off. This is the opening week of high school athletics. We started with some great stuff on Saturday. We had the Crosstown duel between Flathead and Glacier. We had the first girls meet and girls wrestling which happened this past weekend as well a lot of people talking about that flathead brave vets wrestling did a really nice job again commending glacier girls as well both really brand new programs and great numbers between both flathead and glacier which is awesome to see and so again congrats to all the wrestlers again a very young sport obviously this isn't the first time we've seen girls wrestling or girls wrestling on teams they've been wrestling against the boys for years here in Montana but now to have their own sport their own mat uh, they're still waiting for the weight certifications from the MHSA I believe that's coming down around the 15th or the 20th of this month Uh, so once those are reported we will let you know but again just absolutely fabulous to see And I can't wait to chat with some of the female wrestlers uh, here in uh, the Flathead Valley. Again, great, great wrestling tradition, both on the boys and as we're seeing on the girls' side here in the Flathead Valley. So again, congratulations to both teams. Uh, Basketball-wise, Libby came up short against Frenchtown, 50-47. Big Fort gets a big win over Stillwater, 80-58. Columbia Falls gets past Corvallis, 59-50. And on the girls' side, Columbia Falls defeated Corvallis, 48-33. And then on the double-A side, Butte took care of business against Big Sky, 70-36. So again, uh, congrats to our local teams that won. Uh, Columbia Falls on both the boys and girls' side, the Big Fork boys as well, and Libby is going to be a fun team to watch in high school basketball. 
With that being said, let's jump right in. Obviously, Flathead and Glacier, they've got uh, two big contests this weekend. Big Sky was supposed to play Butte on the boys' side this past Saturday, but could not due to COVID-19 issues. So Big Sky will see Glacier for its first matchup, which should be really interesting. We'll talk to Coach Mark Harkins a little bit later on in the program about that. Because obviously, the real question, and it looks like so far, it looks like Glacier and Big Sky will play. Uh, but obviously, we, we're going to confirm that with Coach Harkins a little bit later on tonight. Uh, I know they've put it out there that it's 6 p.m., but obviously, in this realm of COVID, as we've seen with college basketball, I would imagine it's going to be kind of similar for high school basketball. All these things could possibly change at the drop of a hat. But either way, AA basketball, it's here uh, the Western AA Conference on both the boys and girls side should be really, really exciting. And I think we're and we're going to dive into the boys preview of the Western AA Conference. We'll take a look at how these teams shake up, how I would kind of rank them here to start the preseason. Uh, I know, again, on the boys side, they haven't played any games. On the girls side, they did play one. We'll get into the girls tomorrow night here on the Knock On Sports. Uh, but tonight, we'll take a look at the boys side here in just a little bit. With that being said, the Knock On Sports is sponsored by the uh, Whitefish Credit Union. If you're looking for a low-rate interest credit card, they've got you covered at whitefishcu.com. Or you can give them a call at 862-3525. All guests join us on the Whitefish Credit Union hotline. And tonight, you can expect to hear from, well, as we mentioned, Mark Harkins at the bottom of the hour. But in about 10 minutes, we're going to chat with Dirk Johnsrud, the head coach of Braves basketball, as he enters his first year at the helm and leading the program. And as they say, the Johnsrud era has begun and so we will chat with him what kind of team he's got this year who's really made some great strides in the offseason we'll talk about all that and much more with coach john's roots in about 10 minutes here on the knock on sports so as I said, we'll jump right into the Western AA Conference as I take a look at that and preview how that particular, uh, how this particular conference is going to set up. And so, like I said, it's going to be really interesting. I think when I look at the boys' side of the Western AA Conference, it's wide open in the fact that I don't think we're going to see a team dominate like we saw Hellgate dominate last year. There is no team like that this year. Now, again, the favorite going into this season is the Sentinel Spartans. And when you look at it, it's not far, not, not far to think why not. Because, again, you look at Alex Germer and Tony Froelich Fair. Well, their name comes up multiple times. We're talking about the leading returners in high school basketball categories, whether it be scoring, rebounding, three-pointers made, free throws, blocks, uh, assists as well. Those two names come up big time uh, and most of the time when it comes to returners and guys that are in the top of those categories. So again, Sentinel looks like it's going to be, at least in the preseason, the top team. That's going to be the consensus favorite uh, among media and I think even among coaches uh, to this point. But what is Coach Jason Mackey going to have for this group? And so that's going to be the really interesting aspect of this as well because uh, no longer is Jay Jagelski leading this team. It's Jason uh, Mackey, again, a former Sentinel grad himself himself. So how is he going to uh, put this team in a position uh, not only to be one of the top teams in the Western AA Conference, but at the same time make a deep run in the postseason? Because obviously Sentinel, we've seen them have a ton of success the last several seasons. They have been a basketball juggernaut the last couple of years, but unfortunately in the state tournament, they just haven't gotten the results that they've wanted. So how is that going to change this season? So like I said, Sentinel, they look like the top team. Uh, you go around and you look at other teams. Obviously, you got to go with Butte. Again, a team that from the state tournament last season, they made it. They were the fourth seed in the West. 
uh, to go to the state tournament. They're a team that returns a lot. You got Billy Kelly coming off injury. Looks really, really good. Did some nice things from the point guard position. You got Blake Dracos, who was the quarterback for the Butte football team this past season, but also a very, very good three-point shooter for the Butte Bulldogs. Also, you got the big man, uh, Jake Olson, Kale Stenson returning as well. So they've got a good core of pieces uh, for the Butte Bulldogs uh, to look like another tough team uh, in the Western AA. Then you look at uh, both Flathead and Glacier. You look at Flathead, obviously they return a lot of guys. Hunter Hickey, Ethan Vandenbosch, Gabe Adams, Ezra Epperly, Justin Kripe as well. And then they're going to have other cast of characters coming off the bench. But those are guys with a ton of varsity experience over the last two years and guys that are going to be looking to try and make a statement here in their senior year, especially when you're talking about guys like Ezra and Hunter and Gabe, um, Ethan as well. We'll talk more about those with Dirk Johnsrud. Uh, but this is a team that has a lot of potential. When you talk about some of the things that you saw, you talk about Justin Kripe, who's obviously one of the leading uh, returning scorers. Uh, Hunter Hickey's a, a great shooter as well. Uh, we're going to see if he takes that next step. And then you look at Gabe Adams, a guy that does a great job, not only rebounding, but from the free throw line. And then you got a guy in Ezra Epperly that did a great job shot blocking. Again, a guy that was up there with 15 blocked shots last season. And if he can become a great rim protector, all of a sudden, I think you're starting to put uh, Flathead in a contender position. Uh, Glacier, uh, again, Weston Price is going to lead the charge. We've talked about him. And so I think for Glacier, this is going to be uh, – Coach Harkins always has a tough basketball team. Uh, they're not an easy out. They're not an easy win. They never are. But it's going to be interesting because how do they replace guys like Drew England? How do they replace a guy like uh, K.J. Johnson and Michael Schwartz? Because those were key cons last season to their success and so how are those guys going to be replaced uh, are we going to see more of a role for JT Allen this year uh, more for Kiefer Sponauer others as well are we going to see new names uh, step up so I look at it I think those are teams that are going to be really really interesting I think the wild card in the western AA on the boys side is Helena High what do they have? They got a big man in Sam Norman that he knows can block shots. Katie Hewitt was coming on really strong last season for Helena High as a three-point shooter and a scorer. So is he going to be the main guy for the Helena High Bengals this season, or are there going to be others that help him along the way? So I think for me, Helena High looks like the wild card. Uh, I would throw Big Sky in there, but again, Big Sky, they lost a lot to graduation last year. So who do they have back this season uh, that's going to replace those guys like Ben Mail and uh, Everett, Fred, and others. Uh, so for me, I look at a couple of those teams. I think Capital, they lost a ton. So again, they're a team that's a wild card because you just don't know what they're going to have. But what you can expect from a Capital basketball team under Coach Guy Almquist is a tough defensive physical basketball team. Uh, again, you, you look at the Western AA, there really is no easy out uh, in this league. And so even when guys are, when they lose a ton, they're still tough. They're still good defensively. And I think capital is going to be the same way. We're just going to find out who these new names are. And it's going to be really exciting to see how this season unfolds. And, and it's going to be really important too in the Western AA, who has and who can get off to a good start. Now, obviously, you look at Flatland and Glacier, they got a tough test this week. They're going to see the, the potential number one team in the Western AA Conference in Sentinel. Flathead plays them Thursday to open up the season. Saturday, Glacier will have them at home. 
So I, I think it's going to be really important that I think whoever can get off to the best start, whether it be a two and one start, whether it be a three and one start, or if they can go undefeated, that's going to be big. And I think going to tell us early on who are going to be the top teams. Uh, and we're going to see some interesting matchups because like I said, I think it's going to be uh, a very good year in the Western AA Conference on the boys' side. But when I look at it, I kind of look at, okay, Sentinels at the top. I think they're the contender right now out of the West. And then you look at a, a jumbled uh, mess of other teams that can definitely contend. 10, we're going to have to see what they have. But in terms of returning guys, when you're looking at it on paper, all right, these are the teams that you feel can make a strong case to be home seeds because of what they have coming back. I look at definitely Butte, Glacier, Flathead in that conversation. And like I said, the wild cards, because of how many guys they lost, Big Sky, Helena, Capital, those are teams that we're going to have to learn a little bit more about to really kind of gauge of where they fit in the hierarchy of the Western AA Conference in terms of boys basketball. My power rankings will be returning as well. Um, I'll have those come out on a Wednesday before we get to our first game, but I'll have my power rankings once again for the Western AA Conference in both boys and girls basketball. We'll have that out a little bit later on. So like I said, those are those are kind of where the teams, I think they're at, at least early on here for the Western AA Conference. Moving on to some NFL headlines, obviously nobody's happy, and if you're a Giants fan, you're really upset about what happened last night between the New York, or between, I'm sorry, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington football team. As we know the result, the Washington football team, I don't want to say it was quite gifted, but in a way it does feel like they were gifted a win last night and gifted a chance to go to the postseason as they will host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Saturday night. Philadelphia Eagles decided to put in Nate Sudfeld instead in taking out Jalen Hurts. Now, according to Doug Peterson, they wanted to evaluate this. Now, here's the interesting part about this. Everyone was reacting to this last night as if it was a surprise. Well, guess what? Doug Peterson said earlier in the week, last week, that he wanted to evaluate Nate Sudfeld and see where he's at. And I can't blame Doug Peterson necessarily because Jalen Hurts wasn't lighting up the stat sheet. Now, again, he had two rushing touchdowns. He was able to make a couple first downs because of his legs. But when you look at it, 7-20, his passing numbers weren't exactly stellar. So, again, I, I, I took this from more of a cynical perspective because... I know everyone's going to be arguing about the integrity of the game. They should be punished. Well, if they didn't maybe announce it, then maybe I could see some kind of punishment. Maybe you lose a seventh-round draft pick or you don't get one of your compensation picks, uh, something to that nature, because I really don't think this is this big a deal. The NFC East was the NFC least all season. It was one of the worst divisions in football in the NFL. There's no question about that. So why everyone's up in arms? Well, that's because it's some of the biggest media markets. So, of course, New York Giants fans are upset. They thought, maybe we have a chance, considering the fact that all they needed was the Washington football team to lose and the Eagles to win, and they were going to go host an NFL playoff game as well. Well, you're 6-10. and 10. Guess what? I really don't feel bad for a 6-10 and 10 football team not making the playoffs because you should have done that and should have done that earlier in the season. Win more football games. Guess what? If you're 10 and 6 instead of 6 and 10, you control your own destiny. You are the division winner. There is an unque- there, there's no question that the New York Giants at 10 and 6 would have won this division. But I don't feel bad for anybody in the NFC least. I'm I'm happy for Ron Rivera to change that culture in the Washington football team. Washington football fans have to be happy that their team is in the playoffs after the mess that that organization has been. Um, but I don't feel bad for 
Giants fans, and I really don't care what Philadelphia did last night, whether it should be punishable or not, whether it's the integrity or the game. We were talking about integrity of the game. We know teams are losing on purpose for better draft position. Also, something to factor in. The Philadelphia Eagles won last night. They get the ninth overall pick. Instead, they get the sixth overall pick. If you're Doug Peterson and you know you may get at least one more year because you've at least been told that you're not going to get fired this season, and again, this is interesting, Doug Peterson won Philly its only Super Bowl. And Doug Peterson's on the chopping block. It wasn't that long ago that Doug Peterson was being talked about as a longtime head coach for Philly. And now he's being rumored to be fired? This guy brought a Super Bowl to Philly, and he's rumored of being fired. So I think that's got to put a little uh, oomph into Doug Peterson's steps. They're going to have to figure out what they do with the quarterback position, but this team had so many injuries, and they do have some holes they have to fill that you'd rather try and be a little earlier in the draft because guess what? You probably get a little more haul for the sixth overall pick than the ninth overall pick. So again, if we're going to argue about the integrity of the game, then we got to talk about all the teams that lose intentionally. Uh, you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars and what they did. You look at what uh, the Detroit Lions did as well. Uh, because if you're really going to talk about you know the integrity of the game and let coaches finish the season and things of all that, it kind of creates a whole... Uh, effect here, ripple effect, if you will, because like I said, I just don't buy it again. You know, we're not talking about a team here that really is, we're not talking about play. We are talking about the playoffs here, but we're not talking about a team that we actually think is going to win next week. Let's face it. Everyone's already calling for, if you have a losing record and your division doesn't have one, they want to change the rules. Now, again, as a Bucks fan, yeah, would I rather be in Tampa than having to go play the Washington football team? Yeah, absolutely. I'd rather have the home game, but we didn't win our division. I'm still one of those old guys, even though I'm kind of young, that thinks that if you win your division, you deserve the home playoff game. So again, I don't feel bad for New York Giants fans. I'm not really all that worried or don't care about what happens to the Philadelphia Eagles. It is what it is. They did what they did. Everyone can be mad about it, but they're going to be mad about it for 24 hours. And then we're going to find something else to be mad about a little bit later on. Obviously, we got head coaching jobs open. The Chargers, they fired Anthony Lynn today. Jaguars, Jets, Lions, among others. Uh, So we'll see who the next NFL head coaches are going to be. And ultimately... When those guys get fired, because ultimately when you get hired the very next day, uh, (laughs) your time is only crunching down to being fired as an NFL head coach. Only very few guys probably have the window uh, really to say that they're going to be there for a long time. Obviously, Bill Belichick and I would say obviously Andy Reid will have the longest leashes of anybody in the NFL in terms of when or how they want to step down or if they want to retire because these guys are winning a lot of football games and uh, they look pretty smart doing it so far. So that's going to wrap things up here to open things up here on the Knock On Sports. Coming up next, we will talk high school basketball with Dirk Johnsrud, the first-year head coach for the Flathead Braves, as we get his thoughts on starting his era, having practice for nearly a month, and how this team is shaping up. That's all next here on the Knock On Sports on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline. 